Hello, family and friends. I'm thankful to have you with me. The title of today's message is, How Did Jesus Respond? Let's pray. Father, we come to you today hungry. We want more of you, Father. We know that there's always more, that your word is like an onion, Father. We just dig dig deeper and deeper into your revelation, Father. We thank you for feeding us today your precious word. And we come to you ready to receive and to apply it to our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about how did Jesus respond. Isn't it amazing how many opinions there are in the world out there about Jesus and what he was and is like? Of course, a large group in the world has been convinced by Satan and his people that either there was no Jesus or that he was just another guy, maybe a prophet, that was around years ago. But even in Christian circles, some believe that the Father and Jesus are ready to drop the hammer on you as soon as you do anything wrong. Others have the opposite extreme, where they say Jesus was this shy, sad, meek person that would let anyone say anything to him and would not confront anyone. Well, let's look at what the Word says and start today in Luke chapter 2 from the New King James Bible. This is right after the crucifixion and the women finding the tomb empty. Verse 10, It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. 11, And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. Folks, the ladies told the apostles that the tomb of Jesus was empty, and the apostles thought they were crazy and did not believe them. So the apostles were full of doubt. Verse 12, But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he departed, marveling to himself at what had happened. The road to Emmaus. 13, Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all these things which had happened, 15. So it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. 16. But their eyes were restrained, so they did not know him. 17. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? My friends, the apostles were sad and full of doubt. They didn't yet believe that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. In verses 18 to 22, they explained to Jesus what had happened with the death of Jesus. Verse 24, And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Folks, so Jesus listened patiently to all this unbelief, and then he responded in the next verse. 25, Then he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe, and all that the prophets have spoken? My friends, the first thing Jesus did to them, and still does today, is he points out to us the word of God, and he is straight and to the point. O foolish ones, and slow to heart to believe. Jesus reminds us of the word of God. He's trying to get us to stand on our faith, as faith comes by hearing, and hearing, and hearing the word of God. Verse 26 Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory? 27, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them 
in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Folks, Jesus is going over the scriptures with them again. We have to continue to go to the scriptures and build our faith. As we walk in the natural realm, our flesh wants to pull us to what we taste, see, hear, touch, and smell. But the Bible pulls us back to the truth of the unseen supernatural realm. So Jesus responds to doubt with the word of God, encouraging us to build our faith. 1 Peter 2, 21-24 in the New King James. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. 22, who committed no sin, nor was deceit in his mouth. 23, who when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. Folks, Jesus, our example, did not return evil for evil. He walked in love because he was love. Let's read what that response and love did for us. Verse 24, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on a tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. My friends, when Jesus responded to people, he always had in mind the goal of leading people to heaven with his sacrifice of love. We need to let that same love in us come out, always letting our actions be with love and lead others to heaven. Matthew 26 Verses 59 through 63 in the New King James. Now the chief priests, the elders, and all the council sought false testimony against Jesus to put him to death. Sixty but found none. Even though many false witnesses came forward, they found none. But at last two false witnesses came forward. Sixty-one and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. 62. And the high priest arose and said to him, Do you answer nothing? What is it these men testify against you? 63. But Jesus kept silent. Folks, this passage reminds us of the importance of listening to the still small voice of God in us. Sometimes that voice will tell us to be still, to be silent. That is hard on our flesh, which wants to respond and respond harshly many times. Luke 23, verses 32 through 34 in the Amplified. Two others also who were criminals were being led away to be executed with him. The crucifixion, verse 33. When they came to the place called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and one on the left. 34, and Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing and they cast lots, dividing his clothes among themselves. My friends, this is one of the greatest examples we have of how we are to respond in our lives, especially under high-pressure situations. Jesus shows us here as he was being taken to be crucified with two common criminals. He took a horrible beating, was spit on and cursed, etc. But yet Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Matthew 21, verses 12 and 13 in the Amplified. And Jesus entered the temple grounds and drove out with force all who were buying and selling birds and animals for sacrifice in the temple area 
and he turned over the tables of the money changers who made a profit exchanging foreign money for temple coinage and the chairs of those who were selling doves for sacrifice. 13. Jesus said to them, It is written in Scripture, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a robber's den. Folks, Jesus was very bold in his response when things involved the love of money or the church or religious people that put their religious beliefs ahead of him. Jesus drove those people out with force as they had turned the temple area into a store, a robber's den. Again, we have to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit inside of us to know when to take action boldly and when to be still and quiet. Closing in Mark 12:38 through 40 in the New King James. Then he said to them in his teachings, Beware of the scribes who desire to go around in long robes, love greetings in the marketplaces, 39, the best seats in the synagogues and the best places at feasts, 40, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. My friends, Jesus was very bold and straight in his response to religious people like the scribes and Pharisees. Sadly, we have a lot of these folks on our TVs and radios and in the religious books today making their religious opinions their God instead of the true God, who sent the word Jesus, the only truth. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you showed us how to respond through your word, through Jesus. We choose to use those examples to live a life that glorifies you. We thank you for your example, especially the example of love. And we praise you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.